This is exactly right. It's me, Roz. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, October 20th, it's my birthday. Oh, thank you. Oh, stop. It's just it happens every year. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, what what can you get me for my birthday? Oh, I don't know. Like, you could tell people about this podcast for Halloween time. You could join the Patreon. I mean, there's so... I don't, I don't, I don't need anything. It's fine. But thank you guys so much for listening to the show and for um, all of your birthday messages. I love you all both living in, no, wait, no, there's more, there's more to the show because we have Katrina Davis on the show today. Not the Katrina we're used to. Katrina Weidman, not this time. Katrina Davis making her first appearance on the show. And she is a comedian that I have done a number of shows with recently. And I'm a fan. She's real funny. We have a good time. We talk about unsolved mysteries. And, you know, I think they're brand new. They're new to me, whatever. A new season of Unsolved Mysteries. I started watching it last night. I mean, yeah, sure, a lot of it is, like, more true crimey. I feel like every season that they've been doing of this new reboot of it, they give us, like, one paranormal episode. I was watching this one about the UFOs in West Michigan, which is where I'm from, and it's good. You should watch it. Um... I still think that the season, the first season, the UFO one is like the best UFO story I've ever heard. But I've heard a lot of UFOs over Lake Michigan and the Great Lakes. And my mom says that her friend that lives over there has seen some shit with the UFOs. I don't know what it is about Michigan that the UFOs love, but um, check it out. Anyway, so let's do it. Here is me talking to Katrina. Join my Patreon, Roz Dress for Less. The, the, the link is in the description of the episode for full-length episodes by myself and videos every week. Okay, here we go. Here's me talking to Katrina Davis. On with the show. Katrina! How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited. I get to see you so much this week. I know. We've been doing a lot of stand-up together. It's nice. And, you know, I had a thing that, I had a thing happen with you, which happens with most people when I first meet them. I say, tell me your ghost stories. And I feel like, this was a couple weeks ago, you started with like, I don't really have any. And then you like kind of were like, oh, okay, there was this one thing. And then there was mm-hmm. this one. Like, we all got something. Exactly. So we got to hear the goods, Katrina. Okay. Well, the first one, um, I don't know what, I guess I'll say it. And then you can tell me what category this falls under. Okay. <laughs> Um, when I was little, I was watching Sally Jesse Raphael one day. Obsessed. I watched 
I was a latchkey kid. I watched so much Sally Jesse. It was God, those my were favorite. The days. I loved her glasses were like Red. cool for a second. Oh, fla- like she had the coolest glasses. I was in love with her because I yes. of obvious I obviously wore glasses then too. Um There's an episode of her show that I did a thing on Patreon about because uh, she would like a lot of those shows. Every once in a while, they would have like these people believe they've been abducted by aliens, yes. or like yes. this. These people grew up in a haunted house or mm-hmm. whatever. Loved it. I feel like those could have only gotten better with time, which is like I know that a lot of those shows are gone because they were horribly like detrimental to people's lives yes. but they could do more of the ghost part because now we could like go to video more like i want i feel like back then it was right. people just saying stuff right. and everyone we watching them, them tell a story but now you could like go to the screen like bring it back see i think all that stuff like when when i do research about different scary things for us to talk about it's funny how many are not from nowadays because you used to just be able to be like yeah there was blood dripping from my walls, and people were like, okay. It's like, so that's funny. some crazy shit to say. I guess it's true. Who else would, like, why would you make that up? Something I have for later kind of immediately blends into that, where okay. it was just like, yeah, this is the thing, and there was nothing around to discount it, so why wouldn't you believe? You could just be like, well, that's what I heard, and that's you could just end there and not worry about it and be like, you can be scared if you want to, but, like, I think it's kind of true. Right. And now I feel like it's way harder to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to get footage. But even yeah. if you have, like, footage of something, it's like people can fully do a Pixar animated film on their iPhone now with That's technology. True. Like, I don't believe anything. Oh, and see, okay, so on this episode, she had, like, this supernatural guy. And I don't know, I think it was kind of a... um like a supernatural potpourri. Like, I feel like she probably had, like, a medium on at some point and then, you know, different kinds of sex or whatever. But this sure. guy was talking about everyone channeling their energy into, like, one, like, concentrated focus. Uh-huh. So they told you to go. They Sally was like, okay, we're going to go to commercial break. Go get an electronic that doesn't work and a spoon. And I was, like, on it. So I, like, went and got, I was probably, like, nine Like, at the most, I had this Mickey Mouse watch that I was obsessed with that I had worn for, like, years and then finally broke. Like, I just played and just always – I was a weird child where I was like, hi, I'm in fifth grade, but also I always know what time it is. Um, (laughs) But I was obsessed with this Mickey Mouse watch, and then it finally broke, but I still hadn't, like, thrown it away. And I was like, I'm going to get my Mickey Mouse watch. So I got my Mickey Mouse watch, and I put the spoon on top of the TV, and when uh, they came back from commercial break, they had everyone yell, work three times simultaneously like everyone in the audience and everyone at home and you were supposed to write in if anything happened to the spoon or if anything happened to your electronic like people apparently said like the spoon would bend and like all these different things from channeling energy of everyone in the audience and everyone at home focusing on everything at the same time using the spoon as a conductor I guess that sounds like a drag show where they're like, work, <laughs> Well, this is what happened. So I'm in my room by myself. I'm yelling work and you're supposed to concentrate <laughs> and not break your concentration. I'm like, uh-huh. work. 
work? And my mom goes, what? But I couldn't answer her because I couldn't break my concentration or it wasn't going to work. So I was afraid that I was going to get my ass beat for not answering my mom while oh. I'm counting work. Because you had to say it three times. So luckily I made it. But yeah, like, That's quite the I just fucked... pickle to be in. Like, which one do I? <laughs> and not like horribly abusive, but I was like, my mom would have been like, what's wrong with you? I'm calling you. And like, I was like, I had to concentrate on the watch. And she's like, what? So I did it three times. My watch starts working again. I, I'm picturing your mom being like, "Honey, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to work." And then you're just like, "Work!" And she's like, "What? Work? <laughs> uh, okay, I was just saying goodbye. <laughs> work. Okay, I'm going." Just like I've had enough of your attitude. Um, yeah. So that's what I was afraid was happening in the other room, but also could not break my concentration because I wanted it to work, and it did. And that watch worked for like three more years, and my mom did not believe me, but my dad did. So how does that happen? That's what I mean. It was just I was too little to like fully know what they were talking about. But the guy was basically saying that at the power of everyone's thought focus being concentrated at the same time can have like uh-huh. electromagnetic effects. I maybe think I know who you're talking about. Really? I think this was um, shit. What is that guy's name? Because I wish I could picture his face. I can't at all, but I can. I feel like he was like a clean cut brown haired man. I know exactly who you're talking about. I feel like he was, you know, remember John, what's his face that was medium and would yell like, I'm looking for a letter. Oh it was my like God. a skinny John version of him. Edwards. Yes. I feel like he was a thinner faced version of John Edwards in my head. He had like a navy suit on. Yes. I just can't, I can picture everything but this man's face. Okay. He had like We're a talking 90s, about Uri Geller. He had like a 90s t shirt blazer combo on Sally Jesse Raphael. I believe who you're talking about is Uri Geller, who was famous for bending spoons and stuff. Um, wait. Oh my gosh, here's the thing. That could 100% be him. Like, that man looks very familiar. I'm impressionable, but I feel like that's him. (laughs) I'm wondering. Okay, it says on his biography, on his website, that he was on the Sally Jesse Raphael show. Yes, 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 yes. So, is there any videos? This man fixed my watch. Are there any videos? Because... Wait. He fixed no. my watch. Because <laughs> my dad would randomly ask me. He would be like, hey, Trina, that watch still working? I would go, yup. And he would just shake his head like, that shit is crazy. <laughs> because he tried to fix it and, like, couldn't get it to work. Damn. So I think that's why he also believed me. Because he was like, no, I, like, saw this watch not working. And then it's just, like, one episode of Sally Jesse Raphael and we're good to go. Which I'm sure I sound like a complete lunatic, like, running around being like, Sally Jesse was right! The spoon! My, my watch worked! Like, they're like, what? <laughs> I want to find that, the Sally Jesse Like, the footage. Because I, oh I got some electronics I can't get rid of. Yes. But they're not working. And I wonder if it would work if you just replayed it back. And <laughs> I have one of those, um, like a dust, what do you, like a, the little handheld vacuums. Oh, what, yeah, like a dustbuster. Dustbuster. Yeah. I have one of those that I spent $45 on, and it worked one time, <gasps> and I refused to get rid oh, of it. Oh, heck no. So, Uri Geller, if you're listening, I got a dusty-ass house, and I will yell work till the cows come home. I need you... <laughs> I need you to do your things. So you, you can bust some dust. Yes. Ghost bust so you can bust dust. <laughs> Ghost bust and dust bust That's dust. what I was trying to say, but I couldn't. It was hard. Tongue twister. Okay, yeah, so, so this is good. This thing. is a good story yeah. here. Yeah. So that was my first, like, magical thing. And Okay, so does that 
at such a young age make you believe in like psychic abilities and oh i was i still sometimes will like positive and negative try to send mental things or like think i'll like stop myself from thinking bad things about people because i feel like not literally like i'm powerful and it works but i'm like don't even put that out there that yeah. vengefully i do feel like i try to keep myself from doing it negatively and i will like think of people i love and just be like mm, i wonder if they can feel this right now like oh that's sweet <laughs> but even like if you're not using psychic abilities to make bad things happen to people it's always like what good comes from thinking bad you know you're I mean? right like, no it just makes you feel worse yeah yeah no recently had something happen to me where i was like having a lot of revenge like fantasies and things like that and then realizing in those things that like i just reversed roles with that person i was like oh i would be just as bad if i were to do that Right. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Like I watched Matilda enough that I will absolutely just like stare at stuff for way too long, thinking maybe it might like wiggle a little. Every kid in the '90s saw that movie and just stared. Ooh, and I do think that was like a pre-goth girl thing to like the weird girl that got made fun of would just stare at you. And well, scare Carrie. people sometimes. Have you ever seen Carrie? I don't think I've ever seen the original one. Remember when they redid it like oh, a no, while I'm ago? Oh, no, I'm not talking about that one. Yeah, no, no, no I've no. never seen the original one, I don't think. Carrie, it's like a scary version of Matilda, kind of. Ooh, I'm on board with that. I feel like I've popped blood vessels in my lifetime, like trying to like <sighs> pick up a remote that I'm like, I don't want to get up. I, I just like wanted to come over here. There were girls when I was like very young, like in elementary school that were like, if you bullied them, you could see them doing <sighs> stuff like that. And it was like, what are you thinking of right now? Like it was almost scarier than if they... Damn. Like did anything? It was like, oh snap! This yeah. girl thinks she's working on another level. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, tell me another story. Okay, so my other thing is because you said synchronicities. I think your list was very helpful. Um, uh, yeah, and if it, people listening don't know, I do send a list that I because. For, I so, guess, if you don't know. I'm sure there are people that are like, I know exactly what I'm going to talk yes, about. Yes, but yes, I like yes. read it and I was like, oh, yes, this thing, this thing. Yeah, I like to just like send out a list that just just examples of the kind of thing yes. that we talk about. And sometimes I think it inspires like, oh, yeah. Yes, it did. Like 100% things that I would never have thought of for whatever reason when I read what you wrote. Because who does? Like, oh, Unless duh. you're being asked to be on a podcast about ghosts. Like, it's just like, oh, that but thing happened. But even then, like, you asked me, and I was like, hmm, I don't know. And then I thought of so many more. But um, this next one is my synchronicity with the number 13. It's my lucky number. Okay. I love it so much. Um, and the first time was in elementary school. And we were all lining up. I'd like won my class spelling bee, so I was doing the one for the whole grade, like in front of, or the one I okay. won the one for the grade, so I was doing the one for the whole school in front of everyone. Wow! And they were numbering everyone off, and the teacher that was handing out the numbers went, "Huh, number thirteen? That's unlucky!" And then stuck it on my chest. And I remember being like, "I'm in fifth grade, and I know that's something shitty to say. Like, why would you tell someone that yeah. before they go Good luck. spell competitively?" Yeah. But then I won. I beat all the sixth graders. What was the word that you won? Oh, I wish I could remember. I only remember the one I fuck. Am I allowed to swear? I can only remember when I fucked up the next year when I was in sixth grade. I, I had clarity and I spelled it as clarity like an idiot and got out so early. 
I can still remember that. Do not remember the word I want on at all. I just remember my friends jumping up. I remember I said the last letter and they said I was right. And my friends all jumped up for me like it was the Super Bowl and it was literally a spelling bee. Um, But I won. I beat all the sixth graders and I was like, this is my lucky number. And it's just always kind of and I know it's like, oh, you start looking for stuff. But even since I've moved to L.A., I've like parked in the number 13 parking spot and then like got pulled for some huge mic and like gotten on you know a podcast or whatever I lost my wallet on the Santa Monica promenade running to a show at West Side, which I love so much I would say you would never see that again right okay I lost it had a great set realized that my wallet wasn't in my bag and like had to leave like would have had such a great night like drinking with my friends being like I had a good set and had to be like hey love you I have to go back because I think I left my wallet. Stayed up till 4 a.m. on the promenade looking for my wallet. Just me and the rats and everyone sleeping. I was, like, peeking in homeless people's bags, like, because it was bright yellow. So I was like, if I see my wallet, I'll just, like, take the wallet and let them keep whatever they took. Like, I don't care. I just, like, need my wallet. Just, like, all my license and everything. Yes. That's all I was looking for. Of course, there's nothing out there. It is, like, a ghost town. And... The next day, AAA called me, and this adorable African couple that lived like 40 minutes outside of L.A. had found it on the ground probably right after it dropped out of my bag. And the guy, I'll never forget, he goes, we look at the ID, and we see it as a black woman, and we look around, and there are no black people. (laughs) And it was my favorite joke I've ever heard about Santa Monica Promenade. (laughs) And And then they wouldn't take, like, I was like, let me, like, give you, like, a gift card or something, and they wouldn't take anything. And so I was like, I'm going to look at their apartment number when I leave and just mail them something, because they had given me their address to get there, and they were in apartment number 13. Okay. And I was just like, this is like... My shit, dude. Like, it always comes up in weird ways. Like, my best friend is also, it's her lucky number. And I'll tell her a story and at the end be like, oh, and guess what number it was? And she'll just be like, get out of here. And it's like, every time, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it, to me, like, paying attention to that stuff, it's, it's fun. Like, it's fun and it's, to me, like, uh, confirmation. Okay, I haven't told this story, but I, I just had a synchronicity happen and basically what i'm trying to say is when synchronicity things like that happen you could either choose to be like oh that was crazy whatever Mm -hmm. or you can view it the way i do which is like oh that is confirmation that this is what's supposed to happen like i don't even have to doubt this Mm -hmm. because the fact that that happened it takes you out of the equation a little bit you're like oh yeah that clearly i just had a, a thing happen where i took a nap Went to bed. Maybe I did tell this story in this podcast. I can't remember. I took a nap at 2 p.m. because that's where we're at. Uh, Zero. (laughs) I'm not batting an eye at that nap time. I know. (laughs) In my dream, or I didn't dream, but I just, I woke up thinking about this person that I've never met before, but I just know of them. Mm. I instantly log on to Instagram. They sent me a message about a thing to do. Like right at that oh, moment. Wow. When I say, and I'm not saying that they they messaged me when I was sleeping. I opened Instagram and a message came through instantly. Oh, snap. that was like, "Hi, we've never met, but oh wow, it was really strange." So then I was like thinking about like any doubt I'd had about the thing that they wanted to do together. I was like, "Oh no!" Wow. Like because I feel like this was meant yeah. to happen. 
That's so awesome. No, I do like that because I I was just going to say I like it when there's another person involved. Oh, yeah. Because I've had that happen with, like, past relationships and stuff. Like, before I got with people, like, we would just keep running into each other. And mm. I'm far more like, oh, da-da-da. Like, it was a... It was in college, a guy that I'd known for years and always kind of like had a crush on. And I was like, I feel like we're just going to end up together. And I was like, and maybe, maybe. And we would run into each other in different cities. I was like driving across a highway once and he's like had gotten like – stationed out of town at a job and was staying in a hotel and walks across the street in front of me and we just stop and look at each other like how could this possibly have happened do you know what i mean when it's like so inexcusable like you can't shrug it off anymore that's why my belief with things like dating you could be on tinder all day long and swiping 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 but if that when that person that you're supposed to meet they're gonna find you yeah wherever yes if it's Tinder or in the line at Panda Express, they're going to find you. Yep. I, another, whatever, I'm about to just sound like wild college whatever on this podcast, but I don't care because they're just like romantically related. But like I once was going up the stairs of a bar, locked eyes with someone and was like, I'm going to fuck that dude. I like saw him sitting down in a bar and was like, I have no idea who that is, but I will sleep with that person. And my friend was like, what are you talking about? Like, we were, like, going up the stairs, and he just happened to be looking over, and I was like, oh, I don't know who that is at all, but that's going down. And, like, four days later, was at another bar, walking around by myself. I feel someone tug on my arm. I look back at Tim, and we he went, you. And I went, you. And we, like, did not leave each other's side for, like, years. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's meant to happen. Yeah. Like, you, whenever that... Ish is like aligned and you know it's supposed to happen. It's like, yep, that's it. And it does kind of like you said, it's the it's a confirmation that to me like kind of eases me because mm-hmm. I'll always like wonder if you're not always, but certain things, especially bigger things, you're like, Oh, I wonder if this is the right decision. And then certain things happen, and you're like, This isn't even about this is bigger than me, obviously. Yes. Like whatever is happening around me is happening. So I don't even have to worry about it because clearly I'm meant to be with this person. Yes, <laughs> totally. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> um, okay, so my last one is actually the most ghost related. Okay. And it's because I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. And we, when I was younger, used to go to school for. It was this old abandoned school that um, kids just used to dare each other to go to all the time. And it's from, it was built in 1891. Terrifying. Right. It's so old. And then it burned down. It's like burned down a bunch of times. People kept trying to renovate it. They like, in the 1960s, they were supposed to turn it into senior citizen homes, but then they never did. And then in 95, there was a fire. So by the time I got there, it was like 
gnarly. It's just like all graffiti burned down, but people would always dare each other to go down into the boiler room. Um, uh, was it underground? It's like it's Florida, so you can't really go underground. But oh, this right. actually was, I guess, kind of underground. That sounds dangerous because you got we were like lowering each other into it. It was like a hole. Um, and I remember I did not lower down my body like feet on the ground, but I did let my friend hold on to like the back half of my body and hang the top hop half of my body. I don't know which one's more horrifying, but I just didn't want to get stuck in the boiler room, but I wanted to look in the boiler room. Oh. Um, but, but what if like a little 1800s little student grabbed the top you? half of my body? Exactly. It would have been up to my... Uh, stoner friends to help grab my body out and they definitely wouldn't have which is why I didn't want them lowering me down to begin with because I was like I don't trust you to get me out you're gonna like think this is too funny and like go run away or something and I just don't have time for that tonight yeah, yeah. so but we would always go down there in high school and like trespass and just go because we heard it was haunted but I had never even looked into what kind of haunting I was just like old haunting but there is an urban legend that is completely un uncorroborated apparently which bums me out that the janitor used to kill kids in the boiler room and that was I guess why we were like dared to go down there but when I went down there it was just like piles of old desks and things like that um which still were pretty creepy but yeah they still had the desks yes but it wasn't it was too full to it looked so like okay someone at one point at least shut everything down and put these down here. Like, if they would have been lined up, I would have lost oh, my hell shit. No. Exactly. Like, it looked like whatever. This was just storage at one point now, but they were like a, just a pile of super old desks, like tossed down there. Um, but everything, it was more also because it's so abandoned and had been burned at this point. It was like dangerous to get to. We were like, one foot in the othering over beams like uh, uh, in the sky like one story up trying to get to this boat like it's no. technically unsafe to get there was more the scarier part I remember um, but also like the roof caved in at one point so it's technically romantic like you go inside and then it's just this big open night sky inside this beautiful building yeah that's like what do they call it urban exploring or something like that's a whole thing that people do they love going to these abandoned buildings and Trying oh, not to fall told through the ground. Me about it's that, not something that appeals to me at all. Here's the thing: I feel like that is something that you would do if you just haven't been anywhere. Because everything you just described just sounds like what it's like if you let someone rent out your house in Baltimore. <laughs> like everything you just described is just me cleaning up with my parents when I was five because someone like destroyed our sublet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that could be fun. I like looking at old buildings, but not from the inside. I guess no. that's what my whole I'm thing is. I'm too afraid is. someone's going to fall on me and then I'm going to end up being a ghost in there. That's what I mean. It's scary. But look, here's what it looks like. Hold that's on. That's terrifying. Like, that's kind of what it looked like. Like, Got it, it. kind of just was super graffitied out. Right. Hold on. There's one from the outside, I think. Oh, I'm just picturing little children running through the hallways. Oh, yeah. You saying that, I just heard like a... La, la, la. No, I heard a giggle. I like, ha, 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 Like a... <laughs> Running I'm late to class. Yes. Oh, and here, this is what I wanted to show you because it used to be like this beautiful school that like overlooked Riverside oh, wow. Park, but then this right here is just an overpass. It's just right in front of ninety five now. So, <laughs> what would people say about it being haunted? That's what I mean. 
I, looking this up, just learned the story about the janitor. It was just, oh, school four is haunted, and I dare you to go in there at night, and I dare you to go in the boiler room. But no, we were so ignorant. No one even asked any, like, no one even built a good story around it. You didn't it. even need the story. By the time it was, yeah, like, it got burned, it got set on fire in 95 by trespassers, and then by the time, what, 2003, 2004 rolled around, it was just, like, loose. Like, it's haunted, whatever. <laughs> I'm too busy texting on my mom's brick Nokia phone to worry about the details. Oh, my God. I never heard the real story. But, yeah, apparently it was that the janitor killed kids. But then I had this quote that was like, there is no proof that a janitor ever killed kids. It is totally uncorroborated. Have you ever heard about Cropsy? Yes. Because that's like an urban legend like that. That shit's real. That was like proven to be real. Yep. I know. But also it's Florida. They'd never tell you it was real anyway because there's a bunch of like horrible like boys schools in the south and like places that are abandoned that like a hundred percent are haunted by like tortured children so oh god yeah so maybe i thought top school four was like racist but i don't know it didn't because i was hoping even it would see like what kind of school it was but they just kept changing the name they didn't do anything cool it was just like we named it after our principal like didn't say anything Uh about it being like a girl's school or anything it didn't say anything like particularly interesting other than it was like the fourth school in duval county but and the janitor killed people allegedly allegedly yeah but yeah so that was like my most ghostly thing Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes. Can I tell you a ghost story? Yes. Okay. Oh, God. This is a story that I recently learned about. Oh, God. And I'll do a whole presentation for you. All right. This is the story of the tall man bunk beds. Okay. The year was 1987. The average gallon of gas is 89 cents. Full House premiered on television. (laughs) And in Horicon, Wisconsin, Alan and Debbie Tallman were building a dream together. They were standing strong forever, but something did stop them now. (laughs) A haunted bunk bed. What? Okay, here's the story. <laughs> also, 89 cents. 89 cents. That really shocked but me. But do you know what the price for a haunted bunk bed was? What would you guess in 1987? In 80, here's the thing. If gas is 89, I'm going to say 50 bucks. 100. Okay, that's good. That's fair. So basically, Alan and Debbie, they're these young parents. They go to a secondhand store and they find this bunk bed for $100. They get it home, almost immediately shit is going down. Oh, God. The children, they've got, I believe, two younger children. They are constantly getting sick, mm-hmm. which they're like, okay, is this because of the bunk bed or what? The radio in their house would switch stations. Like, the dial would actually, like, they would see the dial no. moving. Again, none of this happened until they got the bunk beds. The dad, one night, he's painting and he's got his brush he leaves inside like a yeah the a little can. can yeah and when he comes back 
it's with the bristle up and like the handle is in the paint. And he's like, I didn't do that. I mean, you definitely remember if you had. Yeah, that's kind of a silly mistake if you would have uh, done that. Okay, so the doors are banging open and closed all the time. Oh, They've got a rocking chair that's just rocking away on its own. There's a disembodied voice that they hear that's calling out from empty rooms. So like they're hearing this voice and they're like, Mom, like they, they they think it's like one of each other, and then right. it's like not. Because when you say they, the entire family, like the children aren't even Whole being family. gaslit. Everyone is on the same page. All of them, because oh, this isn't that's the children's even scarier. Room. I believe this was for the children, unless they're a, a different kind of family and the parents Which were sleeping would be in hilarious. the bunk bed. That's the one fifty setup for a couple I haven't seen is bunk beds. Right, because like they always had the two. My grandparents had that. My grandparents, when I was growing up, had two beds. No. Yeah. That's adorable. I know. You know they pushed them things together. I know they did. I don't want to think about I'm that, sorry. though. You nasty. <laughs> um, okay, so this one, I mean, if that's what was going down, it got to a point where it could have become a three-way because they're saying <laughs> that this creepy old woman... Starts appearing. She's got long black hair, and she's seen in the the room with the bunk beds. Oh God! She's like room for one more. It's like the second I see anything, and someone else can also see it. I feel like, what are we even arguing about? Right. Uh, well, if only you see it, then it's that's like, what I meant about like worst. if it was just the boys, and you're kind of like they're little, but it's like if you are also seeing knobs turn. Like the second I physically see anything move. I'm vapor. Yeah. Like, I am not staying anywhere where things are moving on their own. Um, or a woman with long black yes. hair showing up. Okay, so they call their pastor, and the pastor just comes in, and he looks at the bunk beds. He's like, those are evil bunk beds. Oh, wow. Yeah, he says that he can feel it. Those are evil they're like, but they were a good deal. He's like, nope, don't And they're like, care. but the savings. Yeah, think about it. Like, it's two beds, technically, for the price of one. <laughs> See, you were thinking 50 because you were thinking one bed. I think it's two. <laughs> so uh, he blesses the house. Okay. Doesn't take. Oh, God. Yeah, he doesn't do He doesn't do it right or something. Um, well, he was a pastor, not a priest, so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Maybe that, that's that could what you be get. it. No offense to pastors out there. Right. But yeah, those priests, they got their holy water. Yeah. They got, yeah. So it keeps happening. The son is just over it. And he's like, I'm not sleeping in this okay. house anymore. Yep. He's, that probably would have been one of my moves. Totally. Yeah. So the dad, Alan, tall man, he's like one night or what day or whatever, he's like, Pick on me, you motherfucker. Oh, shit. You bunk badass bitch. You know, like, he's like, leave my kids alone. Yeah, like, he goes full on, take me. Yes. Mm. And then one night, he comes home from work, and he hears a howling in the garage. And he hears a voice say, come here. And he then looks at the garage, and it's on fire. So he runs into the house, he drops off his lunch pail, he goes back out, there's no fire. So he's like, you guys are messing with my brain over here. So then he's like, okay, that was weird. Goes back inside, picks up his lunch pail, and it zoop, flies across the room right out of his hands. So at this point, they're all in one bedroom sleeping together. Oh my 
on because everyone's know. so terrified. Yes. Or you could just get rid of the bunk bed. Like if something starts throwing my lunch around, that's another thing. Don't fuck with my food. Like if oh, something no. yeah. starts messing with my lunch. I always say that about sleep. Like also so much true. of the ghosts. Ghosts don't usually care about food, <laughs> but like sleep. That's like, very Don't be true. showing up. I don't want any of that business. But None of that business. You know, I imagine because I did one time own a haunted object that I bought at a secondhand store. <gasps> it's a weird situation when you don't have a podcast and you don't talk to people constantly about all this stuff. When you're just like a normal person and you're like, what do I do? Do I burn it? Yeah. Do I? You don't want someone else to take it. That's fair. I was right. thinking about him hatcheting it up. <laughs> For yeah, some reason, like, like could that make I was it making worse? it wood. Maybe you're right. Oh like, god, no, you really don't know if you don't. Yeah, do you know. have to like drive it out to a pasture somewhere? And people will tell you a million different things, and then it like, comes back and it's back in the room. I'm just picturing a bunk bed like skidding down on like four legs. I was imagining it like galloping. Yes, coming back on like the freeway. Um, <laughs> so the, now they're all sleeping in the same bed. I don't know if it's like Willy Wonka grandparents style or what, but I think they're like all. Aww. I think, oh no, okay, he's sleeping on the ground and the kids are just like terrified. Aww. Oh, he's a sweet dad. Yeah. Um, they one night see a fog rise out of the ground. It turns into flames and it has green eyes. That is the first Maleficent in Snow White, isn't it? Isn't that, she green flames in the first oh Disney my one? God. Well, I don't know if this was green flames, but she's got green eyes. Oh, green eyes in was. the flames. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Which is reminding me of. Do you know how hard it is to get colored contacts now? No! Yes, it's really hard. Really? Did uh, you want some for Halloween or for something else? I did two Halloweens ago, but a mm -hmm. friend just called me today and was like, where do I get colored contacts? And I'm like, yeah. you like gotta know somebody. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like, like, at this point. You gotta like be friends with Wes Borland to get. Yeah, you gotta have some kind of connection. So um, anyway, they, the, going back to the story with the green color contact fog, it says, you're dead and then it disappears oh shit which i would have been like let me feel my pulse real quick no you're dead bitch Ex well i'm I dead no you're a literally fog you don't even have a body <laughs> running your mouth no i thought it was a threat like you will be dead you will be dead uh -huh. yeah like yeah like that's what bully. i thought the flames were for or something but apparently they're just still trying to scare them just trying to scare yeah them. it's not real flames, yeah i don't think um, so then a relative is staying with them one night and he sees a terrifying figure in the bedroom. Now, I should say that in 1988, Unsolved Mysteries. <gasps> yes. They rolled up and they filmed an episode in that house, uh -huh. in the actual house. Okay. And I love it because they do the reenactments, which is so fun. And so here is oh from God. Unsolved yes. Mysteries. This is the relative, um, his experience. And his fear and, and terror at what he had seen was very similar to what I had seen before. A few days later, Alan was working late. He asked a relative of his to watch over the two girls until they fell asleep. Alan's relative was a complete skeptic. That night, he changed his mind. The same specter appeared. That's 
pretty much it. <laughs> no, I wanted them to show the apparition. Boo. They don't show it. What did he say? Did he say it was the woman? They do have a reenactment of the the um, the garage on fire, oh, which nice. is pretty good, and the paint can. Okay, wait. I just love Robert Stack, the host. He heard an eerie howling sound. He went to investigate. It started out real soft, and then it got real loud. It was a real strong howling of wind, but it was quiet outside. And a voice came out of, out of the howling and says, come here. I ran around the sides of the house looking to see if anybody was there, and I couldn't see Hello. She's about to say so scared Canadian. and the vacuum of the wind started up again. It started out real soft, and it got real loud. And the voice said, come here. And it, it kept us, it just kept on saying, come here, come here. And I focused onto the garage door, and I seen a glow. <laughs> that graphic. So good. Oh, I love his voice. A brief couple of seconds. And I says, oh my God, my garage is on fire. And I ran back out to out on the porch and I looked towards the garage and there was nothing. The, the garage was just as normal as was I came home from work. So I quick went back in the house and I closed the door and deadbolted the door and locked the door. After I had the door locked, I reached down to, to pick up my lunch pail and this thing hurtled right through the living room. So, now do you believe me? Not that you didn't believe me. Um, okay, so back to this story. Um, I can't believe they've stayed there a whole year, not in the house like it's so easy to move, but with the bed. I know. So they eventually just all ran out of the house in the dead of winter. They sold the house. They moved out of town. It was 1988, so I guess just like the next year that... They had already moved out. A new family moved in. Unsolved Mysteries rolls up. I believe that the new family didn't report anything. They took the uh, bed to a landfill okay. and got it destroyed there. Okay. And this whole ordeal lasted nine months. That what? was it. And they never... I want an antiques roadshow that bunk bed. I know. Like, I want to see know where what it came from. Is. Exactly. Like, who's this like, old lady? Exactly. Where did those beds come from? Like, is that somebody's mom? What's going on? What's with the fire? Yeah. Like, where the, were the bunk beds not fire damaged? Like, is that necessary? Was the paint can, like, mischievous dead kids, like, trying to have fun? And the old lady mm. was, like... Somebody that was chasing them, you know what I mean? Like, right. is it just bring all the ghosts with it? Because right. also, I would think that the ghosts would be from that for that degree. I guess I can't believe it was the object and not the house. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it was a powerful object. I know. I mean, I guess a lot can a lot of bad juju can fit in a bunk bed. I would also want to know, like, the secondhand store, like. Did they have some old lady looking through the, you know. If this was a goosebump, she would go back to that store and learn that everything there is haunted. Oh, right. <laughs> See, now I'm just like picturing this old woman with long black hair 
that she was with some house. Now she's in like a Goodwill and she's just like enjoying all the savings, like trying on different clothes every day. And then she's pissed that this family has taken her out of this Goodwill. And now she's like, I'm going to ruin these people's lives. Oh, like they're <laughs> the ghost is mad they moved her house. Yeah, they moved her I, out and she had I unlimited totally everyday new clothes are coming in. It's like nonstop fun. She was hearing all kinds of work gossip. Yes. She's like, now I'm just hanging out with these dumb, boring kids. Exactly. She had like all the drama. I love the of idea the Wisconsin. that someone that lived in the bed it just resents being relocated to something. Totally. That's what it is a lot of Brain, times. Like they were just trying to get returned. Yes, she's like, just take me back to the Goodwill. And that's the thing I was thinking at one point was the Goodwill never having issues. That's like what it must have been happy Why at didn't the anybody Goodwill. Go there hmm. and ask them. I don't know. Because I feel because now I'm also imagining a Goodwill where like they have one bad night and they're like, you know what? Uh uh-uh. uh. And they just throw something out and it just says haunted. Like it's like home goods, housewares, and then just haunted, like haunted. Free. <laughs> right? Take it. <laughs> Yeah, there's probably some freaky person that would love that. Um, Okay. All right. Speaking of haunted objects, I'm obsessed with haunted dolls. Oh, my goodness. Particularly on eBay, people put up haunted dolls that they say are haunted. Now, the idea with this, similar to the bunk bed, is that there's like a spirit connected to the doll. So it's like different dolls, one thing, spirits, another thing. So currently on eBay for $35 plus $9 shipping, Darlene. Okay. Is she a little Viking Nordic woman? Yeah, she's like kind of, or Dutch. Yeah, because is this a horn or is that hair? Oh, no, that's hair. Got it. Okay. I didn't know if it was like one of those hats, you know what I'm talking about? Right. (laughs) Yeah, like a Viking hat. No. um, She has got a stain on her dress. Her hair is a mess. I, I relate, honestly. The face is pretty good, um, depending on how old she is, though. Sorry, I watch so much Antiques Roadshow. Yeah? And they do a lot of dolls. But it's like her, the face bed, like her eyes still have their color, all her paint's still on. That's a pretty, Yeah. it looks like a good condition doll. I mean, depending on how old it is. she's had some wear and tear. I yeah, mean, but that's what I mean. Is it super old? She's got some wrinkles on the face. Yeah. But um, like the fact that it's all one piece, if it's super old, that's still good. Because is it porcelain? Oh, it might be. Yeah. See, I don't know. Let's read about her because this is more so about the spirit that's within her. Because that's what I was just about to ask. So these people are selling them knowing that they're haunted and they're telling you more about what that is the creepiest thing you've said all day. Well, just wait. So this is Darlene. Mm -hmm. Darlene, she's an elderly spirit. Her vessel, a.k.a. the doll, is 14 inches tall. Her vessel, wait, that's kind of, wait, so that's like over a foot. Two okay. inches, yeah, two inches more um, Her vessel is vintage, as you can see from the photos, and she does have holes and tears on her vessel. Darlene won't be a good fit for everyone because she can be moody. She's very to the point and gets annoyed easily. Darlene was found at an antique store. The lady that found her said that she would hear footsteps through the house at night. She also told me that her cigarettes would come up missing or misplaced. Stop. That's so funny. Darlene was just like taking a couple puffs. <laughs> uh, let me bum a few. Yeah, let me just bum You're one. You're asleep. So they were also, uh, there were also a few times that there was um, some cigarettes missing out of the box. Darlene is definitely an older woman. She hinted 
around that she was a heavy smoker and just didn't want to stop. She loves watching Golden Girls. And she's just fine as long as I don't bother her. She How doesn't do you bother her. Just don't don't turn off Golden Girls. I just guess keep it on. Keep it on a heavy rotation. She doesn't like her vessel moved or messed with either. She gets along great with other spirits, but she likes her space too. She works great with pendulums and dowsing rods. Different, you know, to talk to them. What? Um, anything antique would be great for her as a gift. When you get her, don't forget to give her a gift and light a white candle with some incense to welcome her. So what? So these are also people who are just br- buying these to have someone to talk to. Were you gonna say breeding them? No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking when they said get along with other spirits, it's like okay. So also you're just inviting like multiple like yes, these people pets? are like dealers. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, so thirty five dollars. And that's a great price. I have $35. Do you smoke? I don't smoke. Cigarettes are so much more expensive than when Darlene bought them last. She She has no idea. She doesn't understand that. What? She doesn't understand. Use the pendulum to be like, $13 a pack, Darlene. Yeah, here's my Venmo, Darlene. I don't know what that is. I'm from the 80s. Um, How would you feel if I bought this for you? Would you accept Darlene as a gift? I'd be terrified. And I'm asthmatic. I can't be around a smoker. She's going to hate it. This might not be a match. I mean. How are you with Golden Girls? I like the Golden Girls. Because you can get her a nicotine patch. Just slap one of those on. Can you imagine if patches went up missing? That would be very. Yes. That'd be extra scary because that means she has somewhere to put it. If she's using patches, that's super scary. Ooh. Or you put the patch on the doll. Because also yeah, the fact that that's all about the doll and the doll is, like you said, so insignificant. It's just the vessel. That's crazy. Yeah. Give her a nicotine patch and Golden Girls, is the whole thing is on That would Hulu. be her gift is nicotine patches and a gift and a light a candle. But she said she didn't want to stop. She'd probably get mad if you gave her patches. Be like, don't tell me what to do. What about if someone vapes around you? Ooh, vaping doesn't bother me. I'll get her a vape. (laughs) Okay, let's do one last thing. You want to hear some ghost voices? (gasps) Yes! Okay, it's time for EVPs or EV please. So what I do is I... (laughs) I'm sorry I wasn't ready for that. I go to YouTube and I find EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. So these are ghost voices that people believe they have captured. And I'm going to play you two. I want you to tell me what you hear and I'll give you some options. Okay. Okay. Don't look. Don't be peeking. I keep accidentally peeking because I'm just excited. You're cheating. We watched Unsolved Mysteries and now I'm just like, is there something on there for me? Um, Okay. This first one is from GhostNet Paranormal on YouTube. And it is at the historic Paxton Hotel in Paxton, Illinois. What is it saying? It's definitely breathy. Yeah. Let's do it again. Not, oh God. Oh, hold on. Oh yen? It sounds like oh yen or oh yeah or something. 
The last part sounds like not English if I actually... It sounds like Ojen or something like that. Like if you were saying someone's name oh, or Yen. Ojen. Ojen, oh, Or Yen, because I was trying to make it oh yeah, but it's not a ah, it's like a in. Right. Well, okay, here's some options. Okay. The first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was my first guess. It could be the ghost of the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was that cadence. <laughs> oh, yeah. It could be. B. Who's that? Ooh. Almost, almost. Not the that, but the who's I'm going to. That's a good option, too. C. Um, what? Or D. Hey, girl. Of those, I would say, oh, yeah. They believe it's who's that. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think that's Maybe. more of a stretch. It's just like it's too, it's the same amount of uh, I feel syllables. like T's are t- such a hard consonant that you would hear it if it would come through clearer. Yeah, but see, they don't have tongues. It sounds like, oh, yeah. The ghost doesn't Stop, have a tongue, don't so you say can't that. Do I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> that this scared me for one. some reason when you said they don't have tongues. Because now I'm thinking of, like, zombies. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here's another one. This is from Soul Searching. I love this so much. And this is at the Ashmore Estates Asylum <gasps> in oh, Ashmore, Illinois. Oh, God. What is it saying? Ooh, this one's way scarier. That sounds like a spooky witch. Whoa, it sounds like an, a cat, like not like a cat, but it's somebody like hissing. So somebody is pissed. It is a hiss. It, it sounds like fuck this shit or something. Fuck this shit. It sounds like, it fuck, sounds like fuck this, this shit. shit. That, yes. Which is absolutely something someone would yell in an asylum. Yeah, or as a ghost, yeah. where you're just like, guys, I'm over here, I'm over here, and they're just like, I don't, where's the ghost? And then you're just like, fuck this <laughs> shit. You know what? I tried to be on your YouTube channel. No, they sound way angrier. That's a scary one. Okay. What do they, I'm so excited. Wait. Is it A, mm-hmm. not with you? Mm-hmm. B, George Washington? C, Get out of here. Uh-huh. Or D, I want some shit. Oh, I mean, do they think it's I want some shit? It's too short for all of those. It's like, uh, uh, uh. Well, they believe it's not with you. There's no ooh at the end of that. Oh, hang on. Oh, shit. Let's play it. I see. You hear a you? Not with you. Maybe. Wait. No. no, I tried. I tried <laughs> to make myself hear at that time. It's such a hard it. Like, yeah. I'm going hard phonetics on these. Like, I know. any <laughs> spelling bee champion. Yes. That's why I'm, fr- I'm reverse engineering words. Yeah, well, because it's the clarity. I think it's fuck this shit. I think because she's so <laughs> mad. Whoever that is, is, and that's like an empty room somewhere. Like, is that asylum? Like abandoned, of course. Yeah, cause yeah. Reagan. I'm assuming, yeah. What? That's scary. 
No. That is somebody pissed. But also not with you. That's pretty like. That's enough syllables to do it. And it would maybe the not with. Absolutely. I'm on board with not with. But still. uh, Not with you is also so like. Not with you guys. That's like, so, I'm not gonna like. That's so like. You wish. What is she quoting? Clueless or something? Like not As with if. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Katrina, we did it. That Thank was you. really fun. Yes. I'll listen to. I was gonna say EKGs, but that's for your heart. I'll listen to e- <laughs> EVPs. EVPs. I was gonna say EBK. What is that? That's like a kind of kindergarten. Thank you so CPK, much. CPK. California <laughs> Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> I love those. Um, so tell people where they can find you. Um, people can find me on Katrina Savad everywhere. It's just Davis backwards because there's right. a billion of us. But my website, my Instagram, my Twitter, everything's the same. And that's where all my comedy shows and things like that are. So yeah. You did a special, right? Yeah, I did a special called Figuring It Out that you can watch on like Prime or Apple Plus or that on my website. I have a link to like all of the bajillion random places that you can watch it. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad this finally worked out and it was freaking so much fun. Yay. <laughs> I love it. It was the best. Well, you can, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, I'll think of more stuff. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so much to Katrina. Hey, you subscribe to the show? You're following it? Give it five stars. Oh, that's a good birthday gift for me. Give the show five stars. Write a nice review about the show. If you have a ghost story, you could leave it in a five-star review. You could email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group. It's just called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. And, you know, I'm on Instagram trying my darndest to get Instagram famous at Roz Hernandez, TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.